Hey there, my financial friend. Welcome back to another edition of Fin Weekly, where I provide weekly updates on what's happening in the world of finance and the economy. My name is Steve Coffrin, and today is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024, and I gotta get used to saying that, but nonetheless, I hope your new year is off to a great start. Let's go ahead and dive in to reflections on 2023. As we enter 2024, experts in the world of finance are reflecting on the unexpected events of 2023. The prevailing message is clear. Financial markets remain as unpredictable as ever, which is no surprise. Drawing parallels with the cautionary tale of 2007, experts emphasize that past performance should not be construed as a reliable indicator of future outcomes. On a positive note, interest rates are stabilizing, pandemic-related savings are contributing to economic growth, and employment figures are robust. However, caution is warranted as fear of a potential 2024 recession still linger. Looking forward, technological advancements, particularly in areas like AI, are anticipated to enhance productivity. But concerns remain about the reliability of key economic indicators, global geopolitical tensions, and the upcoming presidential election. Anytime there's an election year, markets just are a little wonky. In anticipation of another year of financial uncertainty, remember to stay vigilant. Where there are challenges, there are also opportunities. Speaking of economic indicators, on our website, byfiq.com, under resources, you'll find the most important economic indicators in areas such as housing and real estate, consumer confidence, labor and employment, financial markets and monetary policy, and much more. So be sure to check that out to supplement this podcast. Moving on, let's talk about Wall Street's 2024 outlook. Diverse narratives from Wall Street experts are shaking up the investment landscape. Key players, including Amundi, JP Morgan Asset Management, and Vanguard, envision a middle-of-the-road scenario marked by interest rate impacts, a mild economic slowdown, and a late-year rebound driven by central bank policy shifts. Others are more cautious, foreseeing, quote, mild recessions or a, quote, softish landing. Shifting to bonds, JP Morgan assets suggest a tilt to fixed income mirrored by Franklin Templeton and BNY Mellon Wealth. Bearish outliers like Robeco and Deutsche Bank express concerns about a potential hard U.S. landing, contrasting with UBS Asset Management, which anticipates a soft landing boosting global equities. The unanimous sentiment is the unpredictability of the upcoming U.S. election, with UBS outlining scenarios like a Trump-Biden deadlock, which among other things would impact markets. It's looking like 2024 will be another inflection point for the country and the future of the global economy. Moving on to trade disruptions in the Red Sea. In international news, Iran's decision to deploy a warship to the Red Sea is making waves and raising eyebrows. It's not just a routine naval maneuver, it's a bold move challenging U.S. forces in a crucial trade route, adding another layer of tension with Houthi militants. While Iran might not be seeking direct confrontation, the deployment significantly amplifies its influence in the region, sparking worries. Houthi attacks, disrupting vessels with unclear ties to Israel, continue despite Western calls for restraint. Major shipping firms are steering clear of the Suez Canal, impacting global trade, and the situation is causing ripples in the oil markets. Analysts are cautioning against potential escalation, considering recent clashes and Houthi threats. Iran's strategic move underscores its regional power play, but experts believe a direct clash with the U.S. is improbable. However, 
While a straight closure remains a hypothetical scenario, its potential impact on crude prices is significant, emphasizing the delicate nature of the current geopolitical landscape. Moving on to oil's surprise drop. Speaking of crude, oil prices took a surprising hit as broader risk-off sentiment overshadowed concerns about the escalating conflict in the Red Sea. West Texas Intermediate, also known as WTI, dipped below $71 a barrel after a retreat in equity markets, with thin trading volumes contributing to amplified price movements following the holidays. Earlier, crude experienced a rally after Iran deployed a warship to the Red Sea, adding another layer to the ongoing Middle East conflict. And though analysts view Iran's naval moves as more symbolic than impactful, crude markets remain on edge. Additionally, market focus remains on China, the world's largest oil buyer, as it increases its crude input quota, potentially influencing the country's consumption outlook. The recent production cuts from the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, also known as OPEC, and its allies, set to take effect this quarter, and add another layer of uncertainty, with traders expressing skepticism about the feasibility of OPEC's commitment to further production reductions. And now moving on to building with BRICS. The BRICS group of emerging market nations is poised to double its membership, welcoming Saudi Arabia, Iran, the United Arab Emirates, Ethiopia, and Egypt on January 1st. This expansion follows an invitation extended by current members, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa to six other nations, strategically pairing significant energy producers with major consumers in the developing world. It's worth mentioning that Argentina, however, was the only country to decline the invitation when offered. Approximately 30 countries have expressed interest in establishing ties with the BRICS, revealing its growing influence on the global stage. Nigeria, Africa's most populous nation, plans to seek BRICS membership within the next two years, further underlining their increasing significance. Despite challenges faced by individual member nations, such as U.S.-led sanctions impacting Russia and China's technology sector, BRICS remains an influential alliance shaping economic dynamics. Moving on to Swedish bankruptcies, which are soaring. And in Europe, Swedish bankruptcies surged by 29% in 2023, reaching the highest level since the 1990s, fueled by persistently high inflation and interest rates. Credit agency data indicates a reversal in the slightly optimistic trend seen in autumn, with December witnessing a 23% increase in bankruptcies compared to the previous year. UC Credit Agency's CEO warns that the situation may be just the beginning as more companies struggle to maintain stable turnover and liquidity, potentially leading to a new wave of bankruptcies. Despite efforts by Sweden's central bank to halt an 18-month campaign to interest rate hikes, the country is still expected to face a recession in 2024. Prospects for easing financing conditions may emerge in the summer with potential rate cuts from the RICS bank. Up next is Apple rotting. In the stock market, investors in Apple are navigating a setback as the tech giant's shares dipped nearly 3% following a Barclays downgrade. Analyst Tim Long downgraded Apple stock to underweight, adjusting the price target from 161 to $160. The primary concern revolves around declining iPhone sales, signaling potential challenges for iPhone 16 and broader hardware sales. Long points to lackluster iPhone 15 sales, notably in China, and anticipates a ripple effect across Apple products. 
Regulatory scrutiny is identified as another key factor impacting Apple's services business with expectations of slowed growth. In addition, regulatory investigations, particularly around app stores and Google's payments, add uncertainty to growth prospects. Something to keep an eye on is the 2024 determination of Google's traffic acquisition cost, known as TAC, which could intensify the app store investigations. From a business perspective, this development raises questions about the stability of Apple's business growth, as CEO Tim Cook noted in a recent investor call. Moving on to X, X is facing a freefall. Meanwhile, Elon Musk is under fire once again, as the value of his infamous acquisition X, formerly Twitter, has officially plummeted to less than a third of its original $44 billion price tag. Ouch. Fidelity recently disclosed an additional 11% reduction in its X holding value as of November, continuing a series of markdowns amid X's persistent struggle to regain advertiser interest. Musk's post-acquisition upheaval marked by layoffs, office closures, and policy changes, coupled with controversies for endorsing an offensive post, has contributed to a substantial drop in ad sales revenue. Estimated at $2.5 billion for 2023, this is significantly lower than a prior rate of about $1 billion per quarter or $4 billion a year due to major sponsors like Walt Disney Company and Apple distancing themselves from the company. This devaluation raises concerns for Musk and his investors about diminished returns and potential obstacles to X's future growth and partnerships, highlighting the precarious position of Musk's venture in the evolving landscape of digital platforms. Which takes us to Tesla's stall in Q4. As Elon Musk continues to attract attention, let's dive into the latest updates in his electric vehicle company, Tesla. In Q4, Tesla delivered an impressive 484,000 vehicles, surpassing analysts' expectations. However, it trailed behind China's BYD company, which sold 526,000 electric vehicles during the same period. Despite exceeding an annual target of 1.8 million vehicles delivered, Tesla fell short of Musk's ambitious goal of producing 2 million cars. This was attributed to a dip in demand despite strategic price cuts. The evolving landscape of EV sales highlights China's increasing influence in the automotive industry with BYD's success attributed to its diverse lineup of more affordable models. But Musk isn't done yet. Tesla's recent foray into the competitive truck market with its Cybertruck introduces a new dimension. Musk anticipates significant production and positive cash flow for this innovative vehicle within the next 12 to 18 months. While Tesla faces challenges, especially in the wake of China's strong market presence, Musk remains optimistic about the future prospects of his company's groundbreaking ventures. And up last, the Department of Justice, the DOJ, is facing significant backlash following its announcement that FTX founder Sam Brinkman-Fried will not face a second trial on charges of illegal political donations and bribery. Despite being convicted on seven federal charges, including the misappropriation of FTX customer funds, prosecutors are arguing against a second trial, emphasizing the desire for a swift resolution to the criminal proceedings. The former crypto king scheduled for sentencing on March 28th could face a maximum sentence of 110 years. Looking at the bigger picture, the DOJ's handling of the case has ignited a broader discussion about the intersection of law and politics. 
Further, accusations of protecting political figures have heightened concerns about transparency and accountability within the justice system. Okay, that's a wrap for this week's Fin Weekly. Thank you so much for joining me. If you want to learn more about the tools and resources that we have available for you, go to byfiq.com and check out our website. There are a ton of great things there. Once again, it's byfiq.com, which stands for boosting your financial IQ. Otherwise, I hope you have a great week. Cheers. Hey, real quick. If you get value out of this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would leave us a review. Also, if you want to be featured on the show, send me a recording with your name, your age, where you're from, and your question through a voice note or a video using your smartphone. Then email me the file at hello at byfiq.com. BYFIQ stands for boosting your financial IQ. So once again, it's hello at byfiq.com. If selected, I'll give you a shout out and answer your question for you and the entire community. One last thing, if you want access to additional resources that will help you fast track your path to financial freedom, visit byfiq.com or download our free app in the Apple or Google Play app store today. Thanks again.